Welcome to the SWBCrawler.com Crawlcast. Hey guys, I'm back. Tonight I'm going to throw a couple of the Axle segments that I did for the Jeep Talk Show together. Uh, I'm going to cover the, let's see, the stock Dana 30, 35C, and cover the Dana 44 in, uh, you know, basically three segments that I'm going to throw together here. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to be recording these things all night long. I'm here on a sort of a rainy evening uh, recording this thing, so if you hear some pouring rain in the background, I'm sorry about that, but it won't be for long because I'll be giving you the recordings that were submitted to the Jeep Talk Show months ago in just a few minutes. So uh, without further ado, here you go. The Dana 30, 35C, and Dana 44 axles. I'm hoping to cover a number of axles in the next coming months, weeks, whatever it takes. Uh, so tonight I'm going to talk about everybody's favorite axle, the Dana 30. So the strengths of this axle is that it comes in a high pinion model. Uh, it's pretty common. It comes in the XJ, the YJ, the TJ, even the JK. I believe the CJ even had these things. And there's probably a ton of models that I'm not even thinking of. Maybe even... Some of the Grand Cherokees came with a Dana 30. Uh, as to which ones are high pinion and which ones aren't, uh, the YJ had a high pinion Dana 30, and a number of XJs also had a high pinion Dana 30. Uh, Tony and Josh can probably elaborate as to which XJs came with the high pinion model. The problem with the YJ high pinion model is that it had this weird vacuum disconnect on the passenger side, which a lot of YJ owners decided to eliminate by either replacing it with a TJ or an XJ shaft on that side, or by simply... Uh, putting in a cable actuated um, disconnect or even just moving the the shift fork in the disconnect to one side and just jamming it there with a nut. Uh, all of these solutions minus the one where you've replaced the shaft with the solid shaft are weaker than a solid shaft. Uh, the axle weighs from what I'm reading about 200 pounds though I've never weighed one. Um, support, it's a pretty common axle. You can find these in a junkyard just about anywhere in the country and they're just about a dime a dozen depending on what uh, what configuration you find it in and how old it is. Uh, from what I'm reading, it comes in spline counts of either 27 or 29, depending on how old the axle is and what it was originally put in. Um, as I mentioned, it came in the CJ, the YJ, the TJ, the XJ, the JK, and who knows what else. Um, is it worth upgrading this axle? Some will say absolutely, and some will tell you that it's just turd polishing. Uh, what it comes down to is the housing is not essentially uh, a very strong housing. If you're going to upgrade this axle, you're going to have to invest some money into strengthening the housing. And by the time you're done, you're going to dump several hundred up to maybe a grand or more into making this axle really off-road capable. Uh, you can run about a 35-inch tire on this thing, depending on your driving style and the weight of your tires and, and whatnot. Um, also, you can replace the shafts with some chromolies. That would probably make it a little little better. But again, that housing just isn't a very strong housing. There's reports of people bending housings, cracking housings. Uh, it just seems like at its core, this axle just isn't really all that strong. Tonight, I'm going to talk about the axle that everybody loves to hate, the Dana 35C. So, in this installment of my axle series, uh, I'm going to cover the same points that I've been trying to cover with all the other axles, even though some of them may not, may not apply to the Dana 35C, like strengths. I tried really hard to think up strengths for this axle. The only one that I could come up with is that it's really easy to remove an axle shaft. Just break one, 
on the trail, and it'll walk itself right out. Which works into one of the weaknesses, the C-clips on the axles. So any good axles will have some means of holding the shafts, the shafts in from the outside of the, the housing. Uh, in the case of a C-clipped axle, the only thing holding that shaft in place is a little C-clip on the inside of the carrier, which is on the end of the axle shaft. If something happens to that C-clip, or if the shaft breaks, the shaft just walks itself right out of the end of the axle tube, and that leads to some very creative trail fixes. So the Dana 35C is a relatively light axle, weighing in at around 175 pounds. Uh, it's also a very common axle, so you can find this all day long in the junkyards for when you do do manage to destroy these things. They have a relatively weak housing. The axle shafts are only 27 spline. They came in just about anything that bears a Wrangler name. The YJ, the TJ, uh, even some early JKs, though, from what I'm reading, they weren't C-clipped Dana 35s. They were the full 35, not the 35C. Uh, some Jeep Liberties, the, the original KJ, came with uh, the Dana 35C in the rear. Um, and even some XJs, from what I'm reading. Maybe Tony and Josh can clear up on that a little bit. Uh, are they worth upgrading? I'm going to be really hard-pressed to say yes in this case. Uh, if you're on a real tight budget, you can find a lot of aftermarket mods for these things, but it just feels like a waste of money because it's such a weak housing and such weak shafts that you're going to end up pouring a ton of money into this thing when there's so much better options out there. Uh, you can get a Ford 8.8 to replace these things. You could get a Dana 44 out of either a TJ or even in some cases an XJ, although the, the model years are very limited, uh, and just flat out replace the 35 with something that's so much stronger. Uh, and max tire size is something I've been trying to cover for each of these things. I would say a 33. Uh, I ran a 33 on a Dana 35 with no issues, but I'm pretty light on the gas pedal. I know a guy that snapped a Dana 35C on the street doing a burnout, so um, upgrade these things at your own risk. Tonight, I'm going to talk about everybody's favorite axle, and I mean that seriously this time, the Dana 44. The Dana 44 is such an old axle. I mean, it dates back to some of the early CJs, and it's been used in so many applications that it's impossible to cover all of them in the amount of time that I have to convey this information to you tonight. So, I'm going to try to focus specifically on the Jeep Dana 44. Okay? So, uh, strengths. The Dana 44 housings are stronger than pretty much anything else that Jeep has put under the Wranglers ever. The Dana 35, as we covered, is uh, garbage, pretty much. The Dana 30 is a relatively strong axle, but the 44 is an is a, uh, even stronger housing still. Um, the, there, there's also a, a standard Dana 44 that comes under the, the rear of some TJs and I believe all of the LJs. Uh, which is comparable to the the Rubicon Data 44. And then, of course, there's the Rubicon Data 44s with the air or electrically actuated lockers, depending on whether it's a TJ or a JK. Uh, the, so the strength's there. It's a, basically an all-around stronger axle. Some of the weaknesses, uh, the JK and I believe also the TJ front Data 44s have a thinner housing, or at least some weaknesses in the housing, than some of the older 
uh, front Dana 44s that you'll find in some of the larger applications. Uh, also, the outer shaft on the front Dana 44 in the TJ Rubicon Dana 44 uh, was actually a Dana 30 outer, and that was to accommodate the 5 on 4.5 bolt pattern that is needed to make the 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 wheels interchangeable with the standard TJs and LJs. Uh, the weight, depending on configuration and whether it's a steering axle or a, a rear axle, uh, or a straight axle I should say, it's about 250 to up to almost 400 pounds, depending on how these things are equipped. Um, support, the Dana 44, I would argue, is one of the most common and most swapped axles in existence. These things are everywhere. They're not all going to be Jeep axles, of course, uh, but things like the Wagoneer, the Scout, and, uh, I mean, a ton of other manufacturers have used the Dana 44 over the years. Uh, these things came in, as I've sort of touched on, uh, Wagoneers, TJs were optional in the rear, or front and rear if they're a Rubicon, JK, standard in the rear for everything except some of the very earliest models, uh, and, of course, the Rubicon front and rear. Uh, the XJ had a Dana 44 rear if you got, like, the towing package, and it was a Tuesday and the moon was full. Um, and there were a few other years. Uh, as I said before, th these things are just so common, it's, it's difficult to cover them all. Uh, is it worth upgrading a Dana 44? Absolutely. Put some chromoly shafts in these things, trust the housings, and you've got some really strong axles. Uh, the maximum tire size, I'd say between a 35 and a 37, depending on your driving style. There's guys that run up to 40s on these things. So, there you have it. Dana 44. If you don't have them, get them. Tonight, I'm going to talk about a less common axle, the aluminum Dana 44, also known as the Dana 44A. So the strength of this axle is it's slightly lighter than the standard Dana 44 you'll find just about everywhere else. Uh, some of the components are beefier from what I'm reading, like the ring, the ring gear specifically, and the carrier, of course. If the ring gear is larger, the carrier's got to be larger too. Larger usually means stronger, but it's not always the case. In this case, from what I'm reading, it is. Uh, some of the weaknesses. So the Dana 44A is not all aluminum. The Axle tubes, the brake hardware, all that, they're all standard uh, cast iron or steel or whatever they're made out of normally. Uh, the center section, however, which is, you know, the, the actual differential or the pumpkin, is all aluminum. So one of the weaknesses is that it's aluminum. So if you're in the rocks or if you, say, jump your Jeep or whatever, anything that puts a lot of stress on the center section of the, the housing or if you're going to be dragging it across, you know, rocks and whatnot, uh, it's not going to hold up as well for the same reason that, that aluminum wheels don't necessarily hold up as well in the rocks uh, because aluminum is more prone to cracking than it is to scratching or, or denting. Um, so that's really the biggest problem with these axles. That, and they don't necessarily have as big of an aftermarket following as a standard Dana 44 will. Uh, the weight is around 220 pounds, so if you remember from my Dana 44 segment, that's a little bit lighter, but not terribly, maybe 20-30 pounds. These, uh, these were only in a couple years of the ZJ and WJ. Uh, so, like I said, aftermarket support isn't strong because there's just not a lot of these things out there. The axle shafts, uh, they're 30 spline, the same way the standard Dana 44 is, or at least the standard modern Dana 44 is. Um, like I said, they came in 
the ZJ and WJ, from what I'm reading, the model years run from 1996 to 2004, and I don't think they were in every single one of these things. Um, from what I hear, there's only a, a small range within there, though I couldn't nail down what that range was, where they actually had the aluminum center section. Apparently, Dana and Jeep had decided, let's go back to a cast housing like we do normally, um, because there were some problems with wear and tear, I guess, related to bearings. So are these things worth upgrading? Uh, some people say that this is actually a, an improved housing over the standard Dana 44 because of that larger ring gear and the larger carrier. So maybe in the, at the end of the day, it's still a Dana, a Dana 44. It's a little bit lighter. Uh, it's got a 30-spline shaft, the same as a standard Dana 44. But like I said, the aftermarket support isn't quite there. So maybe you're going to have trouble upgrading it to begin with. Some people say that simply trussing these things and putting a skid plate on them is good enough, and you end up with a slightly stronger Dana 44. Um, I'm going to say the same as with a standard Dana 44. The max tire size you want on these things is like a 35 to a 37.